We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. Hey, hey, hey. What's going on, everybody? Uh, I want to spend 15 minutes with you. That's all. 15 minutes tonight. Just a quick um, Q&A. Ask the Bishop type piece uh, for defeating discouragement. That's what I want to talk about. Defeating discouragement. Can I get you to come in? And uh, as you come in, speak to me. Let me know where you are watching from. Let me know where you're watching from. Just want to spend 15 minutes with you tonight. 15 minutes tonight. Defeating discouragement. Shalom. Shalom. Good to see you. Good to see you. Come on in. Some, uh, look, we've been rocking we, two shows now, right? I need this today. I understand. Um, we're going to talk about defeating discouragement. Hi from New York. Hey, ATL. Hey, Tampa. I want to talk about how to defeat discouragement from work. Come on from work. Come on, Aurora. Uh, to defeat discouragement. I needed this tonight. Yes, I know y'all did. I picked this up in the spirit. Y'all better hear me. Uh, I got the Holy Ghost, not the Holy Guest. Uh, I want you to come in. I just had a webinar. No one showed up. Totally understand that. Totally understand that. North Kakalaki, Toronto, Aurora. Come on in. Hello from Illinois. This is so good. Um, y'all come on in. I want to talk about defeating discouragement tonight. Um, I see so many different places that are on. I want us to spend 15 minutes um, tonight real quick. So one, uh, can I get you to share this? Click the little triangle, share this with some people tonight. Can y'all hear me good, loud and clear? The way I have this set up, uh, I don't have it on the stand. I normally do. And so I, uh, it may uh, cancel out some of the audio. So I want to make sure that y'all can hear me loud and clear. Let me know you can hear me loud and clear. Make sure that you share this uh, tonight. Use a little uh, triangle to share this tonight. Defeating discouragement. How many of you um, have, are dealing with, hey, California, all good? Excellent. How many of you um, are dealing with any type of discouragement right now? Like you're discouraged about something in life right now. I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that. I want to deal with that. Come on in. Let me know if you're dealing with any type of discouragement right now. And then can I get you to even share? Don't just don't just say yes if you are, but then share with me where that discouragement is. Share with me what area of your life. Hey, Virginia, share with me what area of your life that is. Virginia, so much discouragement lately. Come on, let's talk about it. I'm going to give you something tonight that's going to help you. I'm telling you, I picked this thing up. Um, yes. And then tell me what area, what area, what area with your career? Come on, let's talk. 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 Work rejection. Work. Come on. Let's talk. Shalom. Come on in. Um, come on. Come on. Come on. What else? School. All right. Come on. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. God bless you, sir. Bless you, man. God. Um, um, any other areas where you're dealing with some discouragement right now, right now, right now, right now, come on in, come on in, come on in career work, trying to start a business. Understand, pray for me. We're going to cover you. We'll cover you tonight. All right. I only got a couple more minutes left, so I need y'all to talk to or a few more minutes. Just going to spend 50 minutes. What are the areas discouraged in your work and your career? Come on, talk to me. Where you at? What are the areas of discouragement are you dealing with right now? Relationships, okay? Personal, understood. Next chapter. Ooh, this is good. I got accepted, uh, but ultimately wasn't chosen for a book deal. All right? So you haven't sent it with where you live. This is so good. Come on, money. Ooh, being a good husband. Relationships. Moving to another church. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. 
Uh, where else are you discouraged? So you discouraged diet and exercise. That can be an area. That can be an area. The next chapter of your life. This is good. This is good. Any other areas where you're discouraged right now? I want to give you something that's going to help you. I'm going to give you something that's going to help you. Just feel stuck. Just feel stuck. Understood. Understood. Come on. What else? What else? What else? What else? Any other areas? Your music. All right. Where you're discouraged. Where you're discouraged. Anybody else? Um, so listen, guys. All of us are going to deal with discouragement. Um, anyone who tells you they don't deal with di- di- discouragement is either in denial or they're an intentional liar. <laughs> One of the two. Um, everybody deals with discouragement. So the first thing I need you to know is that discouragement is normal. It's normal. It's normal. But I want you to pay attention to even the word discouragement. Discourage. To dis your courage. Let's look at it real simply. To dis your courage, which means you were you were encouraged and something came to dis your courage. You were encouraged. Something came to dis it. When you think of a dis, um, a dis means basically, you know, y'all remember coming up in school and you dis, you know, you had dis battles. So you dis somebody and you talk about their mama. Your mama so this. You dis somebody. Your cousin so this. You dis them. You so this. You so that. Right. You dis people. So a discouragement is an event. Watch me. Watch me. It's an event. I need you to make something discouraging into an event. If I listen, not a permanent status. It's an event, not a lifestyle. It is a moment. That's all. I need us to stop letting discouragement turn into something that's bigger than what it really is. It's a diss, which means all it basically did, it says, your idea is so good, the only thing I could do is mess with you. You are so good, the only thing I could do is mess with you. Did you get that? So many times when you get discouraged, is that it becomes like it drags you down. You start overeating or you don't eat enough. You start getting mad. You get frustrated, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Tell me how you've been dealing with your discouragement. We're only going to be on for 15 minutes and I'm going to take as many questions as I can for 15 minutes. Tell me how you deal with your discouragement. Be very honest and transparent with me tonight. Just a few of us on Instagram Live. This will replay uh, later on. It'll be posted on my page. But tell me how you have been dealing with it. Um, be very honest with me, as honest as you can. Be honest with me. It discouragement's an event. It is not. It is not a lifestyle. It's an event. Like it's just that. It's a diss. That's it. It's one diss. It, it is one diss. It is one person that said no. It is one scenario. And I'm going to share something with you. Um, that that's going to help you with that ice cream. That's how you deal with it. Come on, ice cream. Listen, I used to, can I tell you something? I used to be a dessert connoisseur. I'd have a dessert with breakfast, a dessert with lunch, a dessert with dinner, a dessert with dessert. Avoid it when I'm supposed to do. What else? Talk to me. What else? Talk to me. Talk to me. Exercising, breathing. This is good. Praying a lot. That's good. All right. Talking crazy, self-isolation. I haven't been eating well, overthinking, saying I can't do it. Pray. Okay. All right. Food has been my vice, but I've been working to do better, better daily, praying in the spirit. That's good. I have the retirement 20, the, those 20 pounds since retiring, eating for no reason, hiding. Come on, y'all are being honest. I appreciate that. Just not doing anything, which is technically something, I guess it is. Eating, having a bad attitude, fasting and praying. This is good. Eating ice cream and eating everything in my frigidaire. Come on. Ton of self-care, gym, faces, more reading, learning. Good. So listen, let me give you this. Um, 
I want to take you to 1 Samuel 1. Come on, y'all be honest. That's what I'm talking about. Let's be real. 1 Samuel chapter 30. Write it down. I want to just read you some verses here, and I want to show you how to deal with it, and then I'm just going to take two questions. It says, I had a whole tub of ice cream the other night. Listen, I understand. Um, so in 1 Samuel chapter 30, it says this. Now it happened when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire. So David has built this city. The city is attacked by Amalekites. Amalekites in Hebrew means enemies or giants. If I listen. His city gets attacked and it's a fortress. So his city, um, Ziklag was a fortress. In other words, it was something that was protected. It was something that was protected. You, a dis, a dis normally goes after something that you protect. Like think about it. When you were a kid and you, and somebody would diss, they diss your mama because you, you loved your mama. Even if you had a crazy mama, you still loved her. Even if she was just nuts, you still loved her. Um, and so it was something protected. So David has just been dissed. Now look at verse two. It says, and they had taken captive the women um, and those who were there um, from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but they carried them away and went their way. And I want you to pay very close attention. The Bible says they didn't kill anybody. They took them away. Stop. Why did you not just kill the women and children? that were there if your goal was to plunder David. I need you to hear me because even in discouragement, discouragement recognizes there's value in something you're doing. I need you to type it on the screen. There's value. There's value. There's value in something you're doing. There's value in who you are. They did not kill David's wife and the children, the Bible says the women and those who were with them from small to great, they didn't kill them anyway. They carried them away, which makes no sense. It makes no sense. You would not have tried to discourage me unless there was something valuable about what I'm doing. You would not have tried to diss me if there wasn't something valuable about what I was doing in the first place. Let's go further. It says, so David and his men came to the city. So David gets back home. And when David gets back home, bam. He sees his city and his city is burned with fire. So his city is on fire. He's got all of his mighty men with them. Their wives, their sons, their daughters have been taken captive. Now, everybody listen, they don't know that they have been taken captive. Now, this is important. They don't know that. And I need you to hear me. When you get discouraged, it's not destroyed. It's displaced. Let's go. It's not destroyed. It's just displaced. I have a message for somebody tonight. And even if you watch this replay, you may have given up on something because you couldn't see it anymore, but it's not gone. The enemy wanted to use that to taunt you with that, but he's about to give it back to you. Oh, my God. I need you to type that on the screen. I'm about to get it back. All right. Look at verse four. First Samuel 30, verse four. Um, they didn't know that, though. And there's a lot of stuff where you think it's over. You just can't see what's next. You think it ain't going to work. You just can't see what's next. You think everything's against you. You just can't see what's next. You just can't see it. That's all. That's all. I need you to stop. You're doing too much. You're doing too much right now. It's just displaced. It is not destroyed. I can go up in the spirit right there. Verse four. Then David and the people who were with them lifted up their voices and wept until they had no power to weep. So they get so discouraged, dissed. They got dissed. They get so discouraged that they begin to weep until they had no power to weep. They got, they cried so much. They didn't have no much power. To, they didn't have no more power to cry. And what's amazing, watch me. What do you do when the warrior gets weary? Cause that's where some of you all are right now. You're a warrior. You got weary. Um, 
you're a gladiator. You just had you had a moment where you've been dissed. You're discouraged. Um, and and when you look at David's background in First Samuel 16, he's re- everybody listen because I saw rejection type a few times. In First Samuel 16, David's rejected by his father. In First Samuel 29, his enemies didn't even want him anymore. Did you hear me? The Philistines didn't even want David. In 1 Samuel 29, the Philistines were the enemies to the Hebrews. David was like, hey, listen, Saul is trying to kill me. Let me come over here and defect to the Philistines because maybe the Philistines will have me. And what's amazing is their enemies didn't even want them. For some of you, 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 you got this thing where it's like, okay, here's another thing. Who am I talking to? Wave at me. Here's another thing and another thing and another thing and another thing. So David now, 1 Samuel 16 rejects him. 1 Samuel 29 rejects him. 1 Samuel 30, his city is tore from the flow up. And here's another thing. And here's another thing. Um, this is the same David that in 1 Samuel 17 kills Goliath. Kills Goliath. You want to know what makes this... Um, what makes this interesting that he weeps to has no more power to weep is because now he has experience and I need everybody to pay attention. I'm almost done. Now he has experience and experience can be dangerous because experience sets your expectation. Experience can be dangerous because experience will set your expectation. What does that mean? David has now experienced a victory. So he's afraid of a loss. And for some of you, discouragement feels like more than it is because you're afraid of a loss, not realizing that you are already further ahead than you realize, but you're afraid of a loss. I need you to just type this on the screen. I'm not afraid to lose. I'm not afraid to lose. I am not afraid of a loss. See, now that you've beat Goliath, you have this expectation now. And so now you're used to winning. So now the concept of a loss is scary as hell. And I don't mean hell in a cussing way. I mean hell in a Gehenna, a Greek language word, which means trash. It's scary now to lose. And I need you to not be afraid of that. Whatever you fear is like a magnet. You're drawn to it. Whatever you fear is like a magnet. You're drawn to it. Can y'all talk to me tonight? Please talk to me. I need you not to be afraid to lose. I need you not to be afraid to lose. I need you not to be afraid to lose. So 1 Samuel 16, you reject it. 1 Samuel 29, your enemy don't want you. 1 Samuel 17, you beat Goliath. 1 Samuel 30, now you got experience. So now you're afraid to lose, David, because you've been winning. And people are talking about how you've been winning. All right? Look at verse 5. And David's two wives um, um, uh, have been taken captive. Now, again, we're reading it from 1 Samuel. As the man of God's recording this and writing this for us, he knows what happens. If I listen to me, David doesn't. Mm. David doesn't. David does not know that they have been taken captive. As far as they know, they have been killed. Did you hear what I just said? As far as they know, they have been killed because the city is set on fire. Watch me. They're not there. Watch me. Can I go here? How, how is it that David is able to do, let me, and I'm going to help you here. Look at verse six. I'm going to help you. Now, David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him. Got it? Because the soul of the people was grieved. Every man for his sons and daughters. But David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Y'all ready for this? I could throw this chair and break this mirror behind me, but I'm not going to do it. It's too much. You ready? Why did David have the ability to encourage himself? You ready? Because you know what they didn't find? The bodies. 
You know what they didn't find? The bodies of their wives, the bodies of their children. What does that mean? If the bodies aren't there, I got hope that they might be alive. I need for some of y'all to give God glory on this live tonight. Now watch me. Even though you're discouraged, guess what? There's no dead bodies around you. What do you mean by that, Bishop? Even though you may be discouraged, you still got evidence that there's better coming. God, this is good to me. Even though you may be discouraged, you still got a pulse, which means God still has a plan. Even though you may be discouraged, guess what? I still have the, the hope and belief and the desire that my next 12 will be my best 12. I didn't find no bodies, which means I still got a part of me that says I can encourage myself because if the bodies aren't here, they might be alive. And for some of you, the fact that today was not the last day you took a breath means tomorrow's got the ability to give you everything today did not give you. Thursday's got the ability to give you everything Wednesday won't. Friday's got the ability to give you everything Thursday won't. Listen, if I didn't find the bodies, that means I still got hope. I need somebody to type on the screen. I still have hope. I still have hope. I still have hope. I, st I can encourage myself because I still have breath in my body. They did not find the dead bodies. And because they did not find the dead bodies, David says, well, I'm going to encourage myself because you know what? Even though everybody's stressed out like they're dead, I choose to believe that since the bodies aren't here, I got hope. I need you to say I have hope. And what does the Bible say? I feel like preaching tonight. What does the Bible say? The Bible says in Romans chapter 5, verse 5, that your hope will not disappoint. Your hope will not disappoint. Your hope will not disappoint. I can encourage myself because the body's on here. Some of you need to encourage yourself because even though business didn't go the way you wanted to today, guess what? It's still 7 billion people on the planet. Somebody wants your product. Somebody wants what you're offering. Somebody has what you need. For those of you who maybe things didn't happen the way you want or wanted today, guess what? There's other opportunities. Maybe one car lot said no. There's other lots. Maybe one house loan said no. There's other banks. Maybe one person said they're not interested in the relationship. Good. You just dodged the bullet. You just dodged the bullet. You just dodged the bullet. Romans 5, 5. And my hope, it will not disappoint me. It will not disappoint me. It will not disappoint me. When we started Harvest, listen to me. The first service, we had over 100 and some odd people that were there. And in Denver, again, let me give you context. Denver, I may not sound like a lot to you, but in Denver, that's a mega church, okay? In Denver, 100 people, there's a whole lot of people. Denver's 46 out of 50 for the lowest church attendance in the nation. The next week, there were seven people at church. Did you hear me? How you go from 100 to seven, right? And it's real simple. That first week, I stacked the deck. I had every dancer. I had, listen, people was dancing. We had more dancing and singing at that service than ever. And that next week, I had to encourage myself. I built it from the scratch. I built it from the mud. I built it from the bottom. And guess what? And we're going to continue to do it. I need you to type on the screen, I still have hope. When I, st when I started, one of my most successful businesses was in the real estate finance business. Listen to me. Uh, I started... As a, as a marketing director for another company. That company ended up shutting down. I went, I got a role at another company. In the first four months, I was the number one producer. Nothing would close. Nothing would close. And that business, if you don't close alone, you don't make no money. You don't make no money for sitting in no desk. You, I didn't make any money for four months. I got so discouraged. I've told this story before. I got so discouraged. I was driving down the street and I had to get another job. I had to, I had two jobs. I was still in high school. I had to get two jobs. I had to get another job for a company that works for me now. 
for a company that works for me now. I used to work for them. Now they work for me. I used to have to dress up to go staple papers. I had to get dressed to go staple papers. And I was doing that job. And I said, God, nothing's closing for me. I was like, God, this is not going to work. I need to encourage somebody tonight because David didn't, they didn't find any dead bodies. This means I still have hope. I said, God, nothing's closing for me. I'm the number one producer, but I don't have a check. And all these squares, <laughs> I say that jokingly, and everybody else is not producing as much as me, but their stuff is closing. Am I talking to anybody tonight? Because that's how some of you feel. You're like, God, I'm putting in labor, but I'm not seeing reward. I'm putting in a, a effort, but I'm not seeing reward. I'm putting in seed, God, but I'm waiting on harvest in this particular area of my life. Who am I talking to tonight? Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. And so I did that and I thought, God, I'm just so discouraged. I was driving down the street. I, for those of you in Colorado, in the rural area, I was on, um, I was on Islip and I was on, um, what's the street? Chambers. No, not Chambers. The one up, uh, Peoria. I was at Peoria and Islip and I was driving towards 225. I was driving towards 225 for those of you familiar with the Denver area. And I remember telling God, I said, God, well, listen, this is just, this is just, you know, this is crazy. I need everybody to pay attention. I said, this is crazy. How am I the number one producer and nothing's closing? How am I the number one producer and nothing's closing? How am I? Watch me. Y'all ready for this? Can I go here? How am I having to uh, uh, budget gas money? Y'all ain't going to talk. Y'all don't want to be real. How am I having to worry about gas money and worry about uh, 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 this and that. And I just said to here's what I said, started saying to myself. I said, I guess I'll just have to do the regular job thing. I said, I've been an entrepreneur since I've been a kid. I said, but I guess I'm just gonna have to do the regular job thing. Um, and for some of you, your mind is starting to talk you into other stuff. I rebuke your selling. Come on here. I rebuke your settling. I said 15 minutes. I got to go. I rebuke your settling. I just need somebody to say, I will not settle. Let me tell you what you're going to do. You're going to saddle up. You ain't going to settle. You're going to saddle up. I'm going to tell you that in the description. Then I got to go. I said I was going to answer some questions. I'm only going to be able to answer one. Whoever gets that question in there, use that question mark. And it's one about dealing with discouragement. And so, um, and so that was the deal. And so I said, God, well, I guess this is what I'm going to have to do. I said, this is what it's going to be. I was like, wow, I just thought it was going to go different. But, you know, it is what it is, God. Man that don't work, don't eat. I like to eat. Got to work. And so I, I was getting ready to call in and I was getting ready to tell him, hey, guys, I, I, I'm done because nothing's closing and I can't keep I'm putting in hours and hours and hours. Listen to me. I'm putting in hours and hours and hours and none of these loans are closing. None of this business is coming out the other side. You want to know what's amazing, though? Not one customer ever canceled. This stuff was taking months. I mean, months. Not one customer canceled. Y'all going to catch this in a minute. See, while you're discouraged about this, you're missing that. Come on. I need you to pray to say, Lord, show me what I'm missing. Because while you're discouraged about this, you're missing that. You're discouraged about what ain't closing, but you're missing the fact that none of your customers canceled. That was the scenario in the testament I'm giving you. You're missing something. You're missing something. Now, one customer canceled. You ready for this? Now, one customer complained. Or borrower, and you know, it's the proper terminology. That's what you need. Lord, you, you're missing something, baby. You're missing something, son. You're missing something, sir. You're missing something, man. You are missing something. See, everybody else in the story, First Samuel 30, everybody else is crying and, they, and they're discouraged and they're distressed. They ain't got the power to cry no more. But David encourages himself because David's like, but I don't see no bodies. 
I don't see no bodies. I don't see no bodies. And if I don't see any bodies, that means there's a chance that they're still alive. There's a chance that something good can happen here. And I just need you to go on a hunch. Come on, y'all. I just need you to learn how to go on a hunch. I just need you to go on a hunch. Somebody says I had eight people interested, but nobody went to the webinar. That's all right. You're going to host you another webinar. Guess what? You're going to call in people and follow up with them. Guess what? You're going to do what you need to do. There's more than eight people that need whatever it is you do. Do you hear me? I don't see nobodies. So David said, I'm going to encourage myself because I don't see it. Y'all crying like they did, but I don't see anybody's. Here's, here's what hope does. I refuse to conclude that there's no way to make it happen. I refuse to conclude that there's no way to make it happen. I need you to prophesy over yourself. There is a way. Come on, y'all. There is a way. There is a way. I really got to go. I said 15 minutes. I really got to go. There is a way. So nothing was closing. I said, God, all right, I'm just going to, I'm just going to be done um, because this is not working. I said, you know, you know, it is what it is. I just have to find something else. And I and here and as I was driving, I was concluding that in my mind. And the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost said, you bet not wait a week. Wait a week <laughs> before you tell me there is no way. Wait a week. 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 This is a word for somebody on the night. Wait a week. What? Don't you just shut up? You're doing too much right now. Wait a week. Wait a week. Wait a week. So I waited. I said, okay, I'm going to wait one week. And can I be honest with you? I said, this is really dumb. I said, because can I be very honest with you? I said, if nothing's closed and it's been months, if nothing's closed and there's been months, a week ain't going to make a difference. Oh my God. But the difference a week will make. I saw somebody on here. Where are you at? Some you had a testimony. Uh, you, you you sent a testimony today about. Uh, I said in, I prophesied in seven days, and you're on here. Put your testimony up about. Just put how much came to you. Just don't you know, give a specific amount. If you're still on here, you know who I'm talking to. Um, about a testimony you sent me one um, this morning. Um, wait a week. So I waited a week. I waited a week, and can I tell you? All of a sudden. Do you hear me? After four months, nothing. Four is the biblical number of creativity. After four months, nothing closing, nothing working, nothing happening for me. All of a sudden, I need you to type all of a sudden. Type that on this screen now, please. All of a sudden, after nothing happening for me, one after another. And when that first one closed, it was right over, for those of you familiar with Denver, in the Denver Tech Center. And the bank uh, at the time, that particular bank was right around the corner from the office. I said, oh, I'll go pick that check up. I said, oh, no, y'all ain't got to mail it. You ain't got to courier it. You ain't got to send it. I said, I will go get that check myself. I got in that car. I drove over there. I got that check. Oh, listen, come on. I And I, I said, listen, I'm going to need y'all to go and let's get this one done today. Because I got stuff. That money is, that money is already allocated. God's going to get his. And uh, I did my first, I did my first fruit. I did, I did everything I was supposed to do. I said, I got to go. Come on here. You better, you better say what your pastor said. See, mustard seeds take three to 10 days to germinate. You average that out. Three and 10, 13. What is that? Six and a half. What's six and a half round up to seven? Seven. I said, I'll get that check. So I went, got it. And then all of a sudden it was like the floodgates. And then within a period of 30, somewhere between 30 and 45 days, 
I went from just being a broker in the office to then I was promoted, took over a whole section, had my whole team to then build my own. Go And then the rest is part of my testimony. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? I need for you to encourage yourself. I didn't see him put that testimony on there yet. So maybe he, I saw him on earlier, but I don't see him on there. Um, so listen to this. Let me give you this first thing third, and I got to go. And I see the questions. I see my, my questions are already full. To deal with discouragement, David, verse six, David was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of the people's grief, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord, his God. David encouraged himself in the Lord, his God. Why? I don't see any bodies. Can I be honest with you? For as discouraged as you say you are, you ain't dead. Can I be real direct with you? For as discouraged as you may feel right now, guess what? There's still a party of this like, yeah, but I can't wait to try tomorrow. There's still a party of this like, hmm. There's still a party that says, I can make it happen. I need you to say, just quote the scripture, verse six. David encouraged himself. Say your first name, encouraged himself. Encouraged himself. <clears throat> encouraged himself. And watch the last part, in the Lord. His God, which means David started speaking life to himself. David started saying, I'm more than a conqueror. David started saying, again, there's verses that weren't written yet, that weren't written yet. Uh, David starts encouraging himself. David starts saying, I'm a king and a priest. David started saying, I'm the head and not the tail. David started saying, I'm the same David that took a lion, a bear and a giant. Now, I got this. The greater is he that is in me. And he that is in the world, I need you to type that on the screen. Christina encouraged herself in the Lord. Nina encouraged herself in the Lord. Donna encouraged herself in the Lord. Melissa encouraged herself in the Lord. Anastasia Nicole encouraged herself in the Lord. Tara encouraged himself in the Lord. Star encouraged herself in the Lord. Christy encouraged herself in the Lord. All right. That's what David said. Trenisha encouraged herself in the Lord. Do you hear me? David says, mm-mm, mm-mm. I ain't going out like this. David said, I beat my daddy's rejection. I beat my, my enemy don't want me. I beat that rejection. I beat Goliath. I beat a lion and a bear. This ain't going to take me out. This is not going to be my down going. This is not going to be my undoing. I promise you I got to go because I'm way over my time. This is not going to be my undoing. I need you tonight to encourage yourself. If you're looking at the replay, I need you to encourage yourself. Guys, if you have not shared this, share this with somebody. You have to do it. I came on here tonight. I, I, need, I need to go do something totally different. I came on here tonight because the Holy Ghost, I picked that thing up. Got it? Last night when I got off of prayer, I'm going to be very honest. When I got off of prayer, I was extremely discouraged. Nothing went wrong. But I felt that thing on me heavily yesterday when I got off of prayer. I was extremely discouraged when I got off of prayer yesterday. I mean, I hadn't felt that level of discouragement in a long time. I was extremely discouraged. Nothing even went wrong. I felt that. And I said, okay, I know that that's something that's people that's trying to mess with people in the spirit. That's why we hopped on this impromptu tonight. That's how we hopped on this. Episode. You ain't come this far. This is not your end. This is not your undoing. I picked that thing. Who needed this tonight? Wave at me. I picked that thing up in the spirit. I sure did. I said, uh-uh, uh-uh. That thing, the Bible, that's what the Bible says, smite the sheep, the sheep, smite the shepherd, the sheep scatter. I felt that thing. And I said, uh-uh, I gotta, I gotta do that. And you want to know how I came right out of that? Boom. The same way, the same way I'm telling you, I encouraged myself in the Lord. Went to that gym, huh? And then, and, and, and kept it moving. You got me? Verse seven, I gotta go. 
Then David said to the priest, everybody listen to me. When you're discouraged, turn to your man of God. If I'm your pastor, you turn on one of my messages. If I'm not, whoever your pastor is, you turn on one of their messages. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, bring the ephod to me. Watch me. He encourages himself. Then he turns to his pastor. Did you hear me? He turns to him. So that's why you need to know your man of God. Listen, stop talking about, oh, I listen to this person and this person and this person. That's why you always discourage. You listen to too many sources. You have too many voices and you eat at too many people's tables. I just said something right there. You tune into too many voices. And so now you don't have a voice that's leading you. Do you hear what I'm saying to you tonight? All right. Then David said to Abiathar, the priest, Ahimelech's son, bring the ephod here to me. Whoever your man of God is, wants you to encourage yourself. Boom. There you go. Come on. I love that. I fall asleep to your message and listen again in the morning. All right. They've been listening all day. It's the word of the Lord. It's the word of the Lord. Jeremiah 3, 15. I will give you shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. Jeremiah 23. I will give you with shepherds after my own heart who will feed you with knowledge and understanding. There'll be no lack nor dismay. Uh, uh, um, uh, no lack or dismay. Do you hear what I'm saying? Right? Some of you, talk, you got all this other stuff that you're listening to, which is why you don't effectively fight discouragement because you, 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 you reach it everywhere. And I'm not knocking, you know, uh, you know, resources. I'm not knocking that at all. But I'm saying... Especially in moments of discouragement, you have to go to the voice of your leader. I practice this. I go to the voice of my leader. Got it? I go to the voice of my leader. I don't want to hear what nobody else got to say. Take me to my leader. Y'all remember that on that movie? Take me to take us to your leader. Take me to my leader's voice. Because I need to be led. Do y'all hear what I'm saying? Come on here. You say you like my ugly bishop in the house the way we eat you, but come on here and eat. Right? Got it? He says, he turns to Abiathar, the priest, bring the ephod to me. Abiathar brought the ephod. That was the prayer garment uh, in that day. So David inquired of the Lord. And this is it. And I got to quit. I'm going to answer that one question. So I keep, keep my word. And then we go, we out of here. So David inquired of the Lord saying, shall I pursue this troop? Question. How did you know? I love you too. How do you know? Um, how did David pray this prayer? Everybody listen. This is how I know David was able to encourage himself because he didn't see any bodies. Shall I pursue this troop? David, how do you know it was a troop? Did they leave you a note talking about David, we got your wife and kids? No. Right? No, not at all. In fact, they were Amalekites. Amalekites, you're a Hebrew. Y'all don't even speak the same language. You don't speak the same language. You don't speak the same language. So they didn't leave you no note talking about we got your wife, bring some money down. You know, there's one no hostage situation. How do you know it was a troop? Because David said, one man didn't do this to me. One man didn't do this to me. This came, everybody watch me. This came from a force that was trying to shut me down. Can I tell some of you, you literally, the enemy is so afraid of you that when he attacks, he don't attack with one thing, several things come at one time. Who am I talking to? Right? You don't just get one problem. You get 15 of them that come at one time. Who am I talking to? David says, one man couldn't have done this. This is a spiritual thing. This is a whole troop. This is bigger than that. This is a troop. Do you hear me? Shall I pursue this troop? Watch me. Shall I overtake them? David said, yeah, this is more than one person. See, some of you don't understand. You think it's one client. You think it's one customer. You think it's one person. It is not. It is a troop. The enemy sent several things after you at one time. Bishop, give me Bible to back that up. Job. In the book of Job, uh, uh, day one, bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news after bad news. Day two, bad news after bad news after bad news. It was a troop that came after Job. 
Somebody there saying five deaths in four years. Do you hear what I'm saying? David says, shall I pursue this too? Watch me. After he encouraged himself, after he goes to his man of God and gets the word, what does he say? Uh, and gets the word, goes to the priest and gets the word. What does he say? Shall I pursue? In other words, now that I'm encouraged, do I need to keep fighting this fight? Do I need to keep fighting this fight? Can I tell you what's crazy about that though? David, this is your wife and kids, so why are you praying about it? Sometimes you get so discouraged that you don't even want to fight for what's yours. But I need you to say, I'm getting what's mine. You better type that on the screen. Sometimes you can get so discouraged that what you believe is yours, you don't even want to fight for no more. Question, David, why did you even have to pray that prayer? Shouldn't it have been, Lord, where these ninjas at? Where they at? Where are these gladiators at? Where is this troop at? Don't you tell me God changed his mind just because you got discouraged. Don't you tell me that God changed his mind. I'm so tired of people talking about. Let me not say that. I can't say that confession. I'm not tired of nothing. I'm, um, but it, it amazes me how on day one, when you encourage, God said it. And then on day two, when you discourage, well, maybe God ain't said it no more. You better hush. You better hush. If he said it, he said it. If he said it, he said it. If he said it, he said it. If he said it, he said, let me tell you what he says about you and your next 12 will be your best 12 and your next 12 will be. Don't tell me God changed his mind just because you discouraged. God, that's good to me. Don't you tell me he changed his mind just because you're discouraged. Hmm? Okay. Shall I pursue this troop? Interesting prayer. Shall I overtake them? So he's like, number one, should I fight this battle? Now, there's a lesson there, too. Okay, because every battle isn't a battle that needs to be fought. Sometimes you're discouraged because you're fighting battles that aren't yours. See, it's a double-edged sword. Secondly, he says, shall I overtake them? He was like, God, should I, am I going to win? Am I going to win? God, I'm used to winning now. I've been winning since Goliath. Lord, in other words, he was like, Lord, can you just tell me if I'm going to win or not? Because if I'm not going to win, I just, can you tell me that? Can you tell me that? Shall I overtake them? Now, everybody listen. David has all these people with him. But notice what David prays. He doesn't say, shall we pursue this truth? He says, should I do it? Because when you, watch me, when you're discouraged, sometimes the first thing you can do is look for co-signers. And what you need to do is do it yourself. <clears throat> oh my God. Come on. I really got to go. Tap on the screen. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I'll do, I'm not waiting on nobody to help me. I'm not waiting on no co-signers. I'm not waiting on somebody else to serve. David says, shall I pursue this truth? Shall I overtake them? I know I got these other mighty men with me, but right now they're talking crazy. They're talking about stoning me. So I feel I'm out here by myself mm. and I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. I don't need the same God that got me to this point is the same God that'll get me to the next point. And he'll get me to the point after that. If you ain't going to help me, he'll raise somebody else up to do it. If you ain't going to support me, he'll raise somebody else up to support me. I'll do it myself. Mm, that's good to me. God, I want to run. Shall I overtake them? All right. Shall I pursue this truth? Shall I overtake them? So I, I'll do it myself because I can't depend on them right now. And watch me. If I listen, and if I keep depending on them, it's going to feed my discouragement. Mm. God, I should have preached this tomorrow. Uh, but tomorrow's going to be amazing. Dealing with dis, uh, distra distractions, delay, all that. It's going to be amazing. All right. All right. Do you hear what I'm saying? 
right now they talking crazy to me. They're talking about they're going to stone me. They're talking about they're going to stone me. So if I keep waiting on them, I'll stay discouraged. Some, who is this tonight where that's where you're at? Who is that tonight where that's where you're at? Or you're discouraged because you're waiting on somebody. You're waiting on somebody to help. You're waiting on somebody to uh, to respond. You're waiting on somebody to email. You're waiting on somebody who's going to help me. And I'm always there for other people and all of that. But who's who going to do this and who's going to do You better do it yourself. Well, you know, I'm just a single mom. And you better do it yourself. You didn't got this far by yourself. Well, I'm just a single dad. And I did, you better do it by yourself. You did it by yourself up to this point. Do it, but keep doing it by yourself. You got it. You got it. Stop waiting on people to do stuff for you. Stop waiting. But they said they were going to come through a bishop and they ain't came through. Stop waiting on people to come through for you. Come through for yourself. Be dependable for yourself. I said this to somebody the other day. I said, you know what? I said, somebody says I'm discouraged because I'm waiting on somebody to respond. Stop waiting on people to respond. I said something to somebody the other day. I said, you know what? I said, I am not a perfect man by any means. I said, but you can, I can't tell you what. I said, but I can count on me. I said, I can count on me. I said, I can count on me. I can count on me. And really what I mean by that, I can count on the God in me. I can count on the God in me. I can count on the God. Yes, you need people. When you do what I do, you can one person can't do it. You have to have a team. You have to have lots of people to get stuff done. Right? But but I will not stop because you ain't going to support. I ain't going to stop because you ain't going to do what you're supposed to do. I used to. Can I be honest with you? And I really have to stop. As a pastor... It used to be discouraging. And then in this city, oh my God, it used to be discouraging. Like, God, who's going to do this? And God taught me a big lesson. He said, do it yourself. Figure it out, son. Figure it out. Figure it out, son. I'll bless you. I'll protect you. I got you. I'll cut somebody's son if they mess with you. I will beat their head to the white meat if they mess with you. Y'all know I'm saying that in a jovial way, but seriously, too. Got it? Figure it out, son. I need somebody to type that on the screen. Figure it out. 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 Notice the sequence. He encouraged himself. He gets to his man of God. And then he and then he prays. Now that's deep too. Because if you're not careful, notice his sequence. He encouraged himself, but then he goes to the priest, then he prays. Watch the sequence. Because you may pray for a way out when you need to pray for a way through. I'm done. I'm done. Let's take the offering. Let's take the offering. Let's take the offering right here. Let's take the offering right here. If you don't get the word from the man of God first, you may pray for a way out instead of a way through. Y'all ain't going to talk to me. Right? Follow his sequence when you're discouraged. Follow the sequence. He encourages himself. He gets to the priest. Then he prays. Because you might pray the wrong prayer. And watch me. And God may answer it, but he's answering it out of your discouraged declaration. This is a whole word tonight. This is a whole word. He's answering it out of your discouragement. You pray, God, I just want this to be over. And so God says, fine, I'm going to give you what you want. But what you want ain't what you need. But what you want ain't what you need. You may pray for a way out instead of a way through. Come on. I see the comments. Jesus, that's good. My God. Huh? Okay, notice his sequence. He was like, ABA far. What's up? Man of God, what's up? Man of God, what's up? Because I may pray to quit when I need to pray to come up. I may pray for this to end when I need to pray for this to drive through. That's a whole word. That's a whole word. Wow. Listen, listen, 
Listen. Um, listen to God's response. Y'all ready? And he answered him. God answered him. And I want y'all to hear me. God answered him right away. For some of you, God heard your sigh today. He heard your discouragement. Who am I talking to? He heard your frustration. He heard your confusion. Who am I talking to? He heard it. He heard it. And here's God's response. And he answered him. God answered him right away. Where's no delay? Was no time. God answered him right away. David prays. How many prayers? Put a two on the screen. Put a two. Two prayers. Shall I pursue this truth? Shall I overtake them? I just want to know I'm going to win. I, that's all I want to know, God. I will fight whatever I got to fight. I just want to know I'm going to win. I will do whatever I got to do. I just would like to, you to tell me that I'm going to win. David responds, but God responds right away. Pursue. He says, you better go. You better not stop. You better not quit. Pursue. Pursue. I need somebody to release that. Say it out of your mouth and type it on the screen. Pursue. 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 Yes, the people are stoning you or want to, are talking about stoning you. Yes, the people are talking about uh, 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 they done with you and, and all that. But you better pursue. Pursue. For you shall surely overtake them. Watch what God did in answering that prayer. This is so good. We're approaching this like a surgeon. For you shall surely overtake them. God just confirmed what David suspected, which is that this wasn't one man behind this. This was a whole conspiracy. Mm. This wasn't just one man that's trying to do this. This was a whole situation. This was a whole spiritual attack to try to get me in a moment of weakness right after a feeling of rejection in 1 Samuel 29 when my enemies didn't even want me. Going to David. The Philistines said, we don't even want you. Get away from us. There's some stuff that won't have you back. There's some relationships that won't have you back. They were too low. There's some friends that won't have you back. They were too low. There's some circumstances that won't have you back. It was too low. And you feeling rejected about something that was too low for you anyhow. Shut your mouth today. Watch this, guys. And I promise you, I got to go. Pursue. For you shall surely overtake them. God just confirmed that this was the truth. Listen to the next part. And with out fail recover all. Did I have something to throw? All I got is this cup. I ain't throwing my lemon wine. It's going to stain stuff. With out fail recover all. Without fail recover all. If I listen, 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 remember the people are under the suspicion that their wives and children are dead. David encourages himself because David's like, I don't see no bodies. 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 What does God tell him? Your stuff isn't gone. This discouragement was just an event. Pursue, overtake, Oh, and David, by the way, you ain't going to fail. You better go recover all. You're not going to fail. You're going to go recover all. You're not going to fail. You're going to recover all. You're not going to fail. You're going to recover all. You're not going to fail. You're going to recover all. You're not going to fail. Everybody listen, it didn't say you won't have some failures. It just says without fail, you'll recover all. What does that mean? In your process of recovery from your discouragement, in your process of discourage, uh, recovery, you may have some failures, but you won't fail. 
Did you hear what I just said? You may have some failures, but you won't fail. You may have some drips and some drops, but you won't fail and recover all, which means what you thought was lost, which was really just displaced mm, without fail. Recover all. Look at verse nine. So David went, he and 600, the 600 men that were with him. All right. Um, then uh, he informed men. So 200 men stayed behind because they were too weary. They wouldn't go with him. If you keep reading the story, I encourage you to go read that story. You'll see it for yourself. Listen to this. Guys, if you haven't shared this, share it with somebody. Uh, let me get down to verse um, number 17. Then David attacked them from twilight. So David finds this troop, right? And David attacked. You want to know what attack means in Hebrews? In Hebrews, excuse me, the language of our Old Testament. He beat them down. He slapped them. He ruined. Do you hear me? He beat them down. He slapped them. He ruined. David basically was like, oh, you thought, <laughs> listen, don't nobody be offended. David was like, oh, you thought you took my stuff? Oh, you thought you had my stuff? I don't know. You thought you was going to come up in my city and take my stuff? That's what happened. That's what the word attack means in Hebrew. From twilight, from the dawn of the day into the evening of the next day, not a man of them escaped. Not a man of them escaped. Not a man of them escaped. Come on. Not a man of them escaped. Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper? Can I go deeper real fast? Um, when that word twilight, not only does uh, it mean twilight literally like what we think from a day, but listen to what twilight means. It means he stumbled. Listen to me. In you encouraging yourself, give yourself the room to stumble. But you're going to stumble into success. Type that over yourself. And I got to take this question and I'm out of here. You will stumble into success. When it says he attacked them from twilight, it literally means he stumbled into it. As he was getting down there, he stumbled into it. You about to stumble into your seven figure deal. I feel like prophesied. You're about to stumble into your kids getting saved. You're about to stumble into what you pray for. You're about to stumble. In other words, you're like, oh, I don't even feel like I'm fully 100%. That's all right, baby. You're going to stumble right into what you need. As he stumbled, he got into the valley that they were in. He stumbled into the valley that they were in. You're going to stumble into it. You want it to be planned. God wants you to stumble in it sometimes. Let me take this question. I got to go. I've been on here way longer than I said. I don't actually see a question. What practical ways did you encourage yourself in the Lord? It's what you say. It's, it's this, that. It's what you say. What you say to yourself. You need to speak word to you. I have lions everywhere. That's one of the ways I encourage myself. There's lions, if not in this particular area, but there's, there's two lions right over there. Um, in my, in my, there's lions everywhere. We got a lion ring on. I Lions, because I see lions as a symbol of strength. Uh, and they are. Scripture, the Bible says, um, Jesus is the lion of the tribe of Judah. Um, I, so I use I use animals to encourage me, particularly the shark, the eagle, and the lion. I remind myself of the nature I'm to have. In my bathroom, there's a picture of a series I did years ago called The Warrior. There's a picture of that in my bathroom so that every time I look at that mirror, I see the reflection of a warrior. It reminds me, you better fight. You you better. You, be, you better. You better. And me... You know, 90% of what I have to, not 90%, but a lot of what I have to deal with and overcome are things that I don't necessarily always get to verbalize. 
right? So that's how you do that. Love you guys. Listen, if this bless you tonight, sow into it. How do you sow? Use the cash app, dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two at the end. Dollar sign, you have a warrior in your wall. Come on. Dollar sign, Bishop Foreman with the number two. You can use um, going on our website, Harvard Church, that church for us. Give sow into it. Bless what blesses you. Let me also say this. If you're on tonight and not a Christian, tonight's your night for you to become one. Secondly, if you've given your life to the Lord before, but I've been faithful, I want you to come to the Lord. If you need to just be sure, like, Bishop, I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure. If that's you tonight, you become a Christian, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. Can I get you to do the hand wave emoji or say it's me? Let's go. One, two, three. Respond right now. Come on. I got to go, so I need you to respond quickly. Come on, right now. If you need to become a Christian for the first time, recommit yourself, Lord, or be sure. It's my pleasure, Caleb. It's my pleasure. I want you to respond right where you're at. It's me or do the hand wave emoji. You need to become a Christian, recommit yourself to the Lord or be sure. I see my comments are a little delayed coming in, but I want to make sure I do not end this live tonight without giving you an opportunity to come to the Lord. While you are responding, guys, let me also say this. Um, tomorrow night, church is going to be amazing. All right. Tomorrow night's message is how to deal with distraction, discouragement, delays, diversions, deception. Like on your journey of faith, you're going to deal with that. And I'm going to walk you through that tonight. All right. It's going to be amazing. Okay. So it's tomorrow night, seven o'clock mountain, nine o'clock Eastern. Okay. Um, and so how can you do that? If you're in Denver, come to the building. If you're not in Denver, you are, um, you can go to, uh, watch online, our Facebook website, all of that. You can do that. All right. I love you guys. All right. Listen, everybody just pray this for me. Comments may still be delayed. Somebody say, I'm going to be there. Come on here. Praise God for you. That Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, I had something else. I need, I'm just, I'm supposed to be at that gym. I'm supposed to be doing something else. Um, but I said, I have to do this because somebody is dealing with this discouragement. All right. And I, I'm glad that it blessed you. Um, everybody put them and say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. If this is my first time praying this, I'm a Christian. If I was far from you, I'm reconnected to you. In Jesus name. Amen. If you just prayed that prayer for the first time, live or the replay, text the word decision to 55498. Can I have a few of you guys put that on the, um, type that on the screen? For those who maybe are still responding, um, I can see there's a lot of comments coming in. So sometimes those comments come in a little delayed. All right. Somebody says, thank you a million times. Praise God. If it bless you. So um, see you tomorrow night at church. I'm fired up about the word tomorrow night. It's going to be powerful. All right. Love you guys. Shalom. Encourage yourself. It says 15 minute Q&A. That's a lie because I did not. I did way more than 15 minutes. So we're going to change the title. Uh, we'll just call it defeating discouragement. Love you guys. Shalom, everybody. Have a good night. How powerful is the Cox Network? So powerful that one day the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.